Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi. Hey. How are you, Paul? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. We're really looking forward to having you in D.C., seeing your art exhibition. I can't wait. Uh, you'll be at the Wentworth Gallery Friday, September 14th. I will. I'll be there, and so will a lot of people. The, these shows have been phenomenal, or I, I could probably say they've been phenomenons. I mean, <laughs> what, what's happened has been just uh, amazing, just in terms of the collectors and clearly people who have never been to a gallery come and I welcome them and uh, as I said there are uh, a lot of serious collectors who are acquiring some serious big pieces and and this has been really incredible for me. Well hundreds of people are showing up for these exhibits. Tell us a little bit about your art. Is it mostly painting or sculpture or a little bit of both? You know I'm always looking for new outlets and, and I would say that at the moment, it's a lot of canvas, a lot of uh, paintings, acrylic paintings, and then I'm also working on two-inch thick plexiglass where I paint on both sides of it, and it becomes a 3D piece of art, somewhere between a sculpture and a painting. So there's some really interesting pieces. How long have you been creating art? I've been painting now for about 18 years. When I first started, really, I had no desire or thoughts of anyone ever seeing the pieces. I was doing them for myself, and I just tend to to define myself by the challenges uh, I take on creatively. So for me, it was just uh, an adventure. Someone would come over to the house and see pieces hanging and say, who did those? So um, ultimately, somebody asked me, uh, a gallery, if I wanted to do an exhibition, and I really couldn't imagine doing it, but then again, I did it, and uh, it was amazing. Well, Paul, your art's been making it into the world of KISS for decades with the KISS logo and album covers. Did you ever think that that would be your main career? And, and what was the decision to choose music as your day job over art? Well, I, I think that um, initially I just believed I would have a, I don't know, I, I, I think that I like the attention of being on stage, and I like the adrenaline rush. But over time, I I found that there's more to it than just that for me. You'll be in D.C. next month with this art exhibit. Will you be coming back to D.C. anytime after that with KISS? Are these rumors about the 2019 tour? Is that going to happen? Well, we always tour, so of course we'll be back. And I can't wait. I, I still remember, you know, the Capitol Center in Largo. So... Uh, we go back a long way in in D.C. I, I remember uh, you know the Bayou Club. So, oh my gosh! You know it, it's been quite a while. It's been a while since the Bayou's been around, but uh, yeah, yes. what a great club! Yes. I see that Gene has been doing some things recently with Ace and with Peter. Would you be open to working again with Ace and Peter? Not together, um, certainly individually, but I, I I have no no desire to you know put. Uh, the old lineup back together intact. 
a lot of the Kiss Army would like to see that, would like to see a reunion of the original members. Are there any circumstances where you would consider that, where, you know, maybe no. like Guns N' Roses did, where it wouldn't be every show, but they'd bring out Steven Adler for a show or two, or the Eagles would no. bring back Randy Meisner? Honestly, I understand what people would you know, and I'm not talking about the majority. We just played for 30,000 people a night. We just came back from Spain and Portugal. So there were certainly some vocal people who would like to see the original lineup. But quite honestly, most people wouldn't know the original lineup if they met them. So, you know, that that's a bygone time, and I'd rather live in the present. Okay. Are there still hard feelings there? I know in your book you wrote some things about Ace and Peter, or are you on good terms with them? Um, I haven't seen Peter since uh, he was um, asked to leave the band. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ace I see and I'm in touch with, and I'm happy to you know have that friendship and to share. You know, it's amazing what we started together and what mm -hmm. we created, so... You no, know, to have that with him is terrific. It's great. I'm blessed. You guys were finally inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a few years ago, long, long overdue. What was that experience like? Um, I think I was thrilled for the fans because it meant a lot to them. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was such a sham up until the last few years when a lot of the old guard and the people who really didn't reflect the public were finally either booted out or left so i think uh, it was the start of something great and the start of a, a change of the old guard so in terms of us getting in it was vindication and validation for the fans it meant a lot to them and i understand totally because it was a farce that we were eligible for 17 years and had somehow been overlooked or denied. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm thrilled that it finally happened. And uh, it makes, honestly, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame more credible. Yeah. And since then, it has become more credible. You, you don't want a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where you mention names and, and people go, who's that? Right. And that's virtually what it was. It was a, a who's who of people who certainly made an impact, but at the end of the day were more the darlings of uh, some critics and some old guard from some record companies that really were irrelevant at this point. We've all heard, Paul, about the tremendous physical demands of performing in KISS, all the heavy equipment, the heavy costumes. How much longer do you see yourself performing in KISS? Good question. Uh, one thing for sure is uh, I won't be there indefinitely. That's just impossible. You don't see basketball players my age. You don't see football players my age. It's tough. It's demanding. I can't say when, but I, I can certainly say definitely uh, it will come to an end for me. It has to, but I don't really... Uh, believe that KISS needs to end. I, I believe that KISS can continue without me. Is it true that one thing you do to stay in shape for the live performances is you do dance classes, you do cardio bar? Mm-hmm, I do. 
I do. I gave up going to the gym in its classic form. I, it really wasn't giving me what I needed, and uh, I was bored with it. So to do a, a workout where you're on a dance bar and doing a, a lot of aerobics and doing a lot of stretching and repetition can do amazing things in terms of getting your body in shape. And it's not easy. I, I could never get through a cardio bar class. So. Yeah, well, you know, it took a while for me to actually enjoy them. The great thing about those kind of classes is that you never really get to the, the finish line. In other words, all you're working on is form. And so it never gets any easier because you're always working harder to get it right. So I really like it. I, I really like it. You and Gene have been together over four decades. You're mm. very different people. How does it work? So many other bands have broken up, but how, how are you guys keeping it together? And after all these years, still... I think we appreciate what we have in common. I think we appreciate what each one of us brings. And uh, I think the key to a great partnership is knowing its limitations. If you don't expect something from somebody that they can't give you, you're not disappointed. I know what, what I can expect from Gene, and um, the rest of it is really private and personal. Whatever he, he does in his life, um, I don't have to agree with or, or champion, but he's certainly entitled to do what he wants, as am I. Paul, the KISS Army is so dedicated to the band. I mean, your fans, it's like Beatlemania all the time. After all these years, what is it about KISS that inspires such enthusiasm and such devotion? I think it's a couple of things. I think our fans realize that we truly value them because we are them. We started out as they are living. You know, we, we are them. I think that we're also a reminder to them that if we can succeed, they can succeed. I'm not saying everybody can become a rock star, but you can find your place in the world and you can work towards that and achieve it. I'm the cheerleader, and I'd like to think that KISS is a cheerleader for the underdog. What's going on with your other band, Soul Station? Is that still active? Soul Station, right now, there's just no time, but Soul Station will definitely be back, and I'd love to do shows cross-country. It's an amazing, amazing 13-piece band with people who've played with everyone from Stevie Wonder to Smokey Robinson to John Mayer to Chicago, Whitney Houston, and all we do are faithful recreations of songs of, of bygone era, of Philly Soul and Motown, and we just have a ball, and people who come are blown away. It's really something very, very special. It's music that has always been as important to me as some of the more obvious influences. I certainly, when I was a kid, I was lucky enough to see Otis Redding. Wow. Um, I saw The Temptations. So, you know, that, that music is very, very dear to me, and uh, it's not being made or played with the accuracy or respect nowadays. And now, for the most part, it's a, a sample in some rap tune. Right, and, and right. It deserves a lot more than that. So that's what we're out there doing. Is that what you're normally listening to when you're not working on your own music? You're listening to Motown and Philly Soul? I, I really love that. I really love that. And, you know, there, there's always 
something going on that that's worth listening to and i keep my ears and eyes open always looking for something new but most of what's new is usually based on something old that's right. not bad i'm just waiting for something to come along where i go gee that's that's really different you played the phantom in phantom of the opera in toronto could there be another Broadway show in your future, or are these rumors true that you and Gene are working on a Kiss musical? Everything is possible because there's always offers in terms of a Kiss musical. There's always uh, people who want to do it. The problem for me is you only get one chance to do something well, and I would rather not see it happen than see it happen in a way that I don't agree with or aren't proud of. So. Is it possible? Yeah, we're always exploring creative teams who come to us with ideas, but I don't want to do anything that blows the possibility of ever doing it properly. So that's always in the works. And and in terms of me doing more theater, who knows? My day right now is full. As soon as I'm off the phone with you, I'm off to the studio to paint. Wow. So, you know, there's there's always things going on. That's the way it should be. What comes easier to you, or what comes more naturally to you, your music or your art? Wow. Well, they're, they're both so different. They're both creative outlets. I think at the moment, I'm so steeped in the art that that really is where I'm channeling a lot of my energy. So when you're doing something five days a week, you tend to get that momentum going. So art for me at the moment is, is very fluid, so to speak. What's been the most rewarding part of your career? Hmm. Well, as corny as it might sound, you know, being a, a, a parent, being a father, yeah. and having the ability to do that well and properly. And in terms of professional career, it's all been amazing to, to have a band that is a, an icon in rock and roll and to be around 50 years later is something I certainly couldn't comprehend. And to just come back from Spain and Portugal and playing nightly to 20, 30, 40,000 people who know all the songs and uh, are at least a generation younger overall than most people might, might expect. Our audience is somewhere in the late teens to, to early 30s. So that's incredibly gratifying. To have my art be doing the numbers that it's doing is humbling and just another uh, gratification for me. So I have to say that my life's pretty good. Is there anybody out there that you have not worked with yet that you'd like to? Well, sure. Um, There's so many people out there that I certainly respect. Nothing would make me happier than working with Jimmy Page. So that would be the top of the list, Jimmy Page. Yeah, I mean, I, I see Jimmy socially, and he actually has some of my paintings, but we go out when I'm in London. But to do something creatively would be amazing. If you could go back in time and give a piece of advice to a young Paul Stanley, what would that be? Um, be patient, work hard, and be your own best friend. Great advice. 
Paul, thank you so much for your time. We cannot wait to see the exhibition. You're going to be at the Wentworth Gallery on September 14th and 15th, the Friday night at Montgomery Mall, and then on the Saturday evening at Tyson's Galleria. Uh, People can RSVP at wentworthgallery.com. Any place that they should reach out to you, paulstanley.com, or to find out more about your art? Follow me on Twitter. It's awesome. Paul Stanley Live. There's always great stuff being posted. um, Do you tweet a lot? Yeah, yeah, I do, and all kinds of stuff. So it's not corporate, it's not somebody else, it's me. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's very cool, and, and I read everything that anybody sends back. And so, Paul Stanley Live, Twitter. Excellent. Paul, thank you so much for your time. We will see you at the Wentworth Gallery on September 14th and 15th. You betcha. Thanks. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.